Welcome, everyone. This is Chris Tubbs, president of CalChiefs. Um, today, um, our podcast is an interview with past president, uh, Chief Geik. And I've asked uh, Ray to come on to the call today and tell us about this past year, a little bit about his experiences, some of the things that uh, the association focused on, and perhaps looking forward into the future. Uh, so with that, uh, Ray, welcome. And um, uh, let me, I guess, just sort of start it off with uh, how does it feel uh, to now have uh, a few weeks under your belt, um, having stepped down from the busy role of uh, president of Cal Chiefs? Well, thanks, Chris, for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's definitely different. It's a, it's certainly a little bit of a weight uh, lifted off of me and onto you. So that's always uh, fun to share that with friends. So yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, um, you know, in, in, you know, being, being the Cal Chiefs president, uh, you know, for the year that I, that I was obviously was a really interesting time in my career you know, um, I think somebody told me this, and I can't remember who. Probably a past president. Um, I might have been Chief Hartwig. Now that I think about it, I think Chief Hartwig told me when I was first um, thinking about doing this. Um, you know, he said that your year as being uh, the the president of Cal Chiefs is probably going to be the most uh, one of the most rewarding ones. It's going to be one of the most challenging ones. It's going to be one of the ones that's probably the most difficult in your career. And while you're doing it, it's going to seem like it's a lot. And um, when you get done with it, it's going to be one of those things that you could say, yeah, I'm glad I did it. But during the time, boy, it was a lot of work. And uh, I think after going through that um, experience now, I would agree with uh, Chief Hartwig that that's exactly what it was, was a uh, you know, there's a lot of anticipation uh, when you're coming up, um, you know, to that role. You know, obviously you do a year of of uh, president-elect when you're kind of getting ramped up. Um, and and then all of a sudden you're the president and you uh, you just feel there's a lot of weight on your shoulders. And, and really, I think the weight on my shoulders was just because we've had such great presidents in the past, you know, especially in the last, you know, seven, eight years that we've just had some really, really quality people and you're just hoping not to disappoint uh, them because of all the work that they've done and you don't want to disappoint, you know, the members of Cal Chiefs for sure. So there is definitely a heaviness that I felt, um, you know, just knowing the people that I had, you know, looked up to in, in my career, you know, that I, I had to follow, uh, you know, Chief Stefano, Mark Hartwig, Ed Rodriguez, you know, uh, Jeff Meston, Tracy, Han you know, Tracy Hansen, all, all these different people that just did such a phenomenal job, I think, for the California Fire Service. And then, you know, thinking that I'm going to take that role was was a challenge for me personally, just because I looked up to these people so much and I really didn't want to disappoint them. So that was kind of my my challenge, I think, coming in. Um, you know, I don't know about you. I mean, you've, you've, you've been the, uh, Cal Chiefs president now for, you know, a couple of weeks, like you said. So, you know, what, what are your, what are your thoughts jumping into that role? Well, you know, I'd start off with, like you said, and I, I certainly have felt the same way that when you, um, step into this position, certainly when you are, um, you know, um, voted on by the membership to take the first step of president elect, 
Um, and that, that's when it sort of began in my head. And then, of course, the recently stepping into the president's position, exactly what you're saying about how you reflect on the presidents that came before you, um, the mentorship that they provided you, but the leadership, you know, you got to see that in play. And I have massive respect for those individuals as fire chiefs um, and certainly as well as presidents. And like you, you know, it's like I, I, I just don't want to fail them. I don't want to fail the membership. I don't want to fail them and the good work that they did for the association and all of the important initiatives that we're work, working on. And, yeah, I only have a couple of weeks under my belt, but certainly has felt like a whirlwind in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I've literally been on the road the last two and a half weeks uh, probably 90% of the time and have been back at work uh, only a couple of days. Uh, and that's sort of an interesting uh, change. Um, so I would say, you know, yeah, um, I've been, um, you've shared with me, Dan has shared, Dan Stefano shared with me, you know, that there's this uh, large workload ahead, but, you know, clearly, you know, I, I find at least there's great value and purpose and engaging in that. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of work, but, it's like anything else that we face as fire chiefs. Generally, those things that require that work are worth it, right? They're a big, they're a big lift. They're a heavy lift, but, but the, there's a reason why we're engaging in that. So, um, I appreciate all the support that you gave me and the mentoring you gave me in this last year and bringing me along to meetings and stuff. So, you know, I feel as though, um, everything that could be done to sort of set me up as I step into this and make the transition smooth has certainly been done. And I've, I've always been really grateful for that and certainly grateful for your friendship. Yeah, it was my pleasure to do that. I mean, that's what I got from, uh, you know, past president Stefano. And I know that's kind of the way our structure is set up. And uh, one, one thing you did mention that, you know, was that you don't want to fail. And it's kind of interesting the way that Cal Chiefs is set up now is that there's really not, there's so many people that are on our board and there's so many people that, you know, have touch points with what we do um, that we're, we're not really set up to fail, but you still, you still do have a, a heaviness I find um, with that because you feel like you have some responsibility and you want to make sure that, you know, ultimately, um, you know, we're making good decisions because there is, there's these, there's things, there's decisions that we make that, you know, could affect, you know, a large portion of the California fire service. And so that. That, that's the responsibility piece. But again, I think we have just a phenomenal board. We have a phenomenal team. And, um, you know, you can <laughs> say all you want that, you know, the, there's a whole team behind you and there is, but there's still a little bit of a, a heaviness, I think, um, from the, from the president. So, you know, but, you know, to your point, you know, we try to set up the next person in line to, to do a great job. You're going to do a phenomenal job, um, with, with everything. And it's kind of funny, like when you hit, you had talked to me a while ago about, you know, people come up to you and kind of ask you, hey, what's on your platform to be the president? And and uh, we've, we've kind of joked about that, right, because there's really no platform. It's it's a it's truly a team uh, event <laughs> that we have. We, you don't come rolling in here like like a politician type of platform that I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And that's just not the way it works. It's really about picking off where the last person left off and trying to carry the torch to the next the next year, you know, because there's so many things that you might think, hey, this is what we should work on. And, you know, it's no different than being a fire chief, really, when you look at it, because you become that new fire chief and you're like, hey, I want to do this and I'm going to get this done and I'm going to get this done. And, 
you know what, if you look back at the things that you want to get done during your time as fire chief, if you really got 10 or 15 or 20% of those things actually done, you'd be pretty happy at the end of it, you know? And I think that's very consistent with probably the things with Cal Chiefs, but, you know, I, I never came in to my presidency thinking these were the things that were going to get done because quite frankly, I didn't have control over a lot of those things that actually happened. That wasn't my idea or the board's idea. It's like we're in this very dynamic situation up and down the state and things come at us fairly quickly. So we got to be fairly agile to respond to these types of things. So even if we sat there and planned out our whole year of what that's going to look like, as you know, being a fire chief, that's just not the way it works. You know, there's too many other factors that have touch points that we simply don't control. And we can have some influence over it, but we don't control it. So the outcome of that is going to be probably a little bit different than what we really thought was going to happen. You know, and uh, we can talk about a few of those things on on how <laughs> what our intention was, how we started it. And then and then what what did it really look like on the final product? You know, if you want to talk about some of those things. Yeah, it just is sort of maybe to finish out this this particular part, because I think you've touched on something important, which is a lot of the work that Cal Chiefs um, engages in is long-term work. And EMS is a great example of that. We've been working on that for many, many years. And, you know, sometimes the solutions, they take time. And, and you know, we we have experienced going in a particular direction only to have to sort of slightly change direction due to, you know, different factors, environmental conditions, whatever they might be. Um, but a, in a lot of ways, it sort of reminds me of being a fire chief where, you know, uh, I know each day, you know, I come to work uh, with some things on my plate that I want to do to help move our agencies initiatives forward at eight o'clock in the morning a lot of that can get flushed right down the toilet and the first person who walks through the door hey boss i uh, got this issue it's like okay here we go um and so very very similar but you know that's it's a great segue ray to talk about this last year about some of the things that you focused on where you know you sort of picked up the torch from chief stefano and moved it a little bit further forward maybe you could talk a little bit about what some of those were in your year here. Um, and then we can get into talking about what does the future look like and how do we move these initiatives forward? How can we be effective as an association? Sure. Um, I joke around a lot about, and I think I said this at the Cal Chiefs, um, my last day being the president of the Cal Chiefs, I, I think I touched on this, which was uh, when I got sworn in in San Diego, you know, I, I came off the stage and uh, it was, you know, it was kind of a, a cool, you know, a cool thing. You know, you got, you just got sworn in as the president of Cal Chiefs. And uh, literally I was met by Ray Ramirez and, and Andrew Scouten and, and uh, they're, they're giving me this letter that um, was not a very good letter from our perspective from an EMS uh, role of us in the state. And so it was pretty much game on from an EMS perspective, literally a minute <laughs> after I got off the stage. And um, and so our team worked on that letter, the response letter to that. And that kind of gave me the perspective of, yeah, EMS is, you know, it's going to be one of those things that's been challenging um, for us, largely based upon how the EMS, you know, act is written 
And, you know, again, those things go all the way back to the 1980s. So we're kind of stuck in this time, uh, this time machine of the 1980s of, of EMS on how, you know, literally Johnny and Roy used to do it back in the day. If you look at our, our EMS history, you know, a lot of these things came out of legislation in 1971. And then, in, you know, that, that allowed the counties to essentially start setting up and doing paramedic programs and, and then, you know, right after that, I think 1972 is when uh, the, the TV show Rescue, uh, you know, came out. And, you know, they that's when Johnny and Roy were there. And then re- realistically, 10 years after that is when the kind of the state started to develop their EMSA. And we've had, as you know, um, you know, decades of challenges, legal challenges, legislative challenges, r- regulatory challenges with EMS. And so, you know, we had been fighting that for a long time. I think the fire chiefs in California, you know, are are much more engaged in EMS than we were certainly 10 years ago. Um, And quite quite frankly, largely that comes from people like Mark Hartwig that that I look at as a a mentor, certainly of mine, and somebody that I, I think just got it way earlier than a lot of us did um in the fire service and and boy if if you're not engaged today in ems um it it could truly be detrimental to your organization you know as as i found out in ontario fire department and other um, agencies up and down the state when you truly had uh either your lemsa or the state coming after our ability to um you know, provide paramedic service in our communities. And, you know, so there, there's there been a lot of challenges. Uh, literally, you know, like I said, a minute into me being the Cal Chiefs president, it started. And then um, and then it changed pretty quickly. You know, again, this one, it goes back to one of those things that we talked about that, you know, you, you have this perspective of, okay, this is what we're going to do with EMS. And then all of a sudden it changed. And that change for us really was at the state level when Dr. Duncan, um, who we supported uh, getting into that position, um, ended up retiring. And um, and interim director Basnet, you know, Liz uh, got into that position. Um, That changed. uh, I shouldn't say it changed overnight because it didn't. It, It gave us a different opportunity. And I think what we did was at least um, had the opportunity to reach out to state EMSA through through Liz, um, have some conversations, um, and then it, it gave us an opportunity to at least have some real conversations at that level, and then maybe start a uh, uh, a different um, you know way forward for us in the California EMS world, and that's kind of where we started really, which was in November of 2021 was when that happened. And then kind of the rest of my presidency was trying to build upon that first meeting that we had and then just having the ability to work with state EMSA at a different level and show show Liz and her team, quite frankly, that the California Fire Service is here to help. We're, we, we, we understand our role in EMS. We wanna be a big part of, of EMS in the state of California. And that's kind of where it started was um, just on that little transitional piece, right? But so where I started 
being the president of Cal Chiefs compared to where I ended. Um, I don't think any of us could have predicted that. That had nothing to do with me. It just simply had to do with change and, and opportunity and those types of things. So, you know, um, but we did a really good job, I think, as a board to all rally behind what that was, see that opportunity. Because it, quite frankly, if you remember, Chris, you were there. I mean, we had to make some decisions, right? We 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 were going down a particular course and we had to make a decision on are we going to continue with the course we're going down or are we going to stop for a minute, pivot, and see where this other course took us. And, you know, that that took some time to get all of us on board with that. But I think once we did, uh, I think we made the right decision and we started to uh, make some substantive changes to the relationships that we had up and down the state, not just with EMSA, but with um, with other people. Yeah, I would I would disagree on one small part, Ray, with what you said, and that was regards to, you know, sort of your role and influence. And from my perspective, um, you were the right person at the right time. We had transitioned in um, some of our areas to working to building relationships. Uh, I think you discovered certainly was news to me in some of these stakeholder groups, um, how people viewed Cal Chiefs. Um, but right away, you confronted that not only with um, Liz Bassnett, but MDAC and other groups got in there and was willing to have courageous conversation, was willing to get in there and say, hey, you know, we're interested in being a partner. You know, we want to help solve problems collaboratively. Um, and and really, you led that. Um, and, and I think, you know, that has, you know, certainly um, opened up some doors for us coming into this year. You know, we know that some of the things that we deal with, some have to be repaired through or dealt with through a legislative process, whether we're sponsoring the bill or we're being asked to um, support the bill. Um, some things can be done through a regulatory uh, process, but a lot of the work, just like as fire chiefs, we get done is done by building relationships, right? And building partnerships and how do we mutually work together towards, you know, some particular um, outcome. So I, I have to compliment you on that, not only because I think it really helps set up uh, Cal Chiefs um, and helps us move some of these important issues forward, but I think also from just the modeling standpoint, right, is that it's it certainly has had influence on me, although I've, I've been a big believer that, you know, my entire career, uh, but that then has a downstream effect, right? Because we're part of our responsibility as presidents is, you know, succession planning and mentoring and how, how do we help continue sort of the work of our predecessors? As you said earlier, as we, we don't want to fail the past and all the hard work that the previous e-boards and, and presidents have done. And I think in part is, is learning from, you know, what we see our, uh, if you're a president-elect, what we see our president doing, what we see the e-board doing and where we're effective, let's invest in that. You know, where we're not effective, let's, you know, let's pull back, reflect and, and look at what the right course is sort of moving forward. So, you know, EMS obviously has been a, a big issue. It's going to continue to be a big issue. I think there's some optimism uh, to be had. And maybe you could share uh, with with everyone a little bit about um, what you're seeing as a result of certainly the relationship with Liz, but our current investment in the strategic plan and, and um, what you would sort of say uh, you see the future is for EMS and the California Fire Service. 
Sure. I, I think just going back a little bit, I, you know, thank you for the kind words, but, um, you know, I just think our whole team was, was phenomenal about how we decided to pivot with that. Um, you know, I, I kind of looked at it from, uh, from my position of we, we were doing a lot of things. We, again, we, we had lawsuits with state EMSA. We've had, we've had court challenges. We've had all sorts of other issues and, you know, just like many of us recognize, hey, this is an opportunity to move forward. Let's see where it goes. What's it going to cost us, right? A few meetings, and we'll, we'll recognize fairly quickly whether those meetings are going to pay off or not. And, you know, that's what it was all about, is just taking a chance, taking a risk, and seeing where we go as as uh, from the fire department. One thing I did learn, um, I got an opportunity to sit on the APOC committee, um, and there was a vast – um, variety, well, there's a variety of people that were on that um, on that APOC committee, you know, from Hask to you know the the Nurses Association to CPF to the Metro Chiefs and us and all sorts of different doctor and hospital organizations were on there. So it was quite a um, a group of people that represent uh, medicine in the state of California. And what was interesting to me was. I guess the shining light to me in my mind when when this all went uh, sort of going was we in the fire service are a part of this EMS system. We're not the only part of the EMS system. And I think there's a, there's value in, in understanding that. And what I mean by that is that we serve a particular role. We serve a particular function in that EMS system. But the reality is, is that we have to understand what our role is. The other piece of that is um, there's a lot of value in understanding where our partners' roles are as well and um, educating ourselves on that, um, but also having the opportunity to educate them on what we do as well. And um, it, it's it's one of those things that just kind of stood out to me, uh, not only through the APOC committee, but through COVID as well, when we were trying to work with you know, our, our partner agencies up and down the state that there was some things that, you know, we, we could have probably done a better job um, in the fire service of trying to get people um, to understand what, what what our capabilities are, but also to listen as well. And I think there's a component to that, that it was a huge learning opportunity for me this year of, of trying to understand what our partners' abilities are, what they can bring to the table, um, again, and then, and then have, have that opportunity to, um, to to do that on our side as well. And I think that's really where we want to have conversations in the future is um, rather than having an adversarial, um, you know, you know, uh, perspective all the time on some of this stuff, maybe trying to go out and, and learn uh, what some of these agencies do, uh, how we can work better together together. Um, and I, I think that, uh, and I know we've tried to do that in the past, and that maybe it has, you know, fallen on deaf ears. But I really see the people that are in these, uh, some of these positions up and down the state. I, I think they're open to having more conversation now. Um, again, these boards change as well, and just like we do, and and so on and so forth. So, what I saw in the future was some really cool opportunities to build some uh, bridges and mend some fences. And uh, again, is it going to be perfect? Nope. <laughs> but man, it's a lot of work too, right? You have to be um, diligent about it. And again, I don't think these opportunities were always there. You know what I mean? I, I don't think, I mean, we've had some pretty adversarial 
uh, relationships in the past. And I'm not saying that, you know, this is again, anything that's specific to any, any, you know, group of people, but it's, we, we've, we should just probably take a fresh look at some of these opportunities that are coming up and then try to um, capitalize on them. Because I think that's a huge piece of it is to uh, try to take a fresh look if we can uh, see where there's some opportunities coming up and then, you know, try to be a trustworthy partner because um, that's the thing that we have with the public, right? When you, when you come walking in, when your fire department comes walking into someone's house, we are considered the most trustworthy form of government anywhere in the United States, the fire department is. People trust you to, to, to walk into their house at 2 o'clock in the morning, open a door. No one else has that. You know, we do. <laughs> so let's carry on that trust in all these other areas, I think, that we have touch points with. And again, we have to be trusted within the community. We have to be we have to be trusted within our partnerships, and um, you know that has to be genuine though. It has to be real. It can't just be a front. It can't be you know anything that it's not. So um, that's all I would encourage our you know our future you know Cal Chiefs boards and everyone else to, to use that to our advantage, and because that's legitimate and that's real and that's genuine, and try to be a genuinely good partner and figure out where there's opportunities to work with each other, because I think there's a heck of a lot more opportunities to work together than not. And, you know, we're, we're still going to create some issues and tensions and whatever, but Hey, you know what, have the intestinal fortitude to go have those hard conversations and be honest. And look, we're not always going to agree with each other. We get that. Right. And we have a lot of other tools in the tool bags when, <laughs> when uh, that, you know, we can't get there through relationships or those types of things, but that's where I would start um, with race relationships and just encourage you and the, and the board. And, you know, obviously I'm still on the board, but just continue having those relationships. And again, this is stuff that I think every Cal Chiefs board has tried in the past um, and with great success in some areas. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Some of it was a timing issue and, you know, some of it was we were in full-blown battles with people. But, you know, I think we need to just look at those opportunities as they come up, try to take advantage of them, and then move forward where we can. So, obviously, we've we've spent some time on, on this um, podcast talking about uh, EMS and uh, obviously a lot of touch points, you know, this last year in, in that arena, whether we were talking about the strategic plan, APOT, community paramedicine, all of those things. But... What are some other things that came across your plate this last year? Perhaps some of them unexpected, perhaps some of them were expected um, that you engaged in, you know, and that, that uh, took some time of the e-board, but was important for the fire service. Yeah, I'd say a couple things. I mean, obviously wildfire um, issues are a huge deal that we, that we, uh, you know, that we're engaged in at the state level. Um, I'd say one of those things, you know, is kind of a holdover from Chief Stefano's time um, was when he uh, sent a letter to Fire Scope Board. I, I was actually shocked when, when I got on Cal Chiefs that I, I thought for sure we were on the board of Fire Scope. I had no idea. I was just ignorant of it. And uh, to find out that we weren't on the board was a bit shocking to me um, based upon other folks that were on the board when you look at it to not have a group like Cal Chiefs not on it was a bit, uh, uh, I guess, shocking actually. 
But um, so Chief Stefano started that with a letter and then I continued it. And through my time, you know, I think I should, I think I went to every single quarterly <laughs> fire scope meeting that I could. I think I might've missed one because of a, a timing issue, but um, this is just one of those things that you got to continue working through. And uh, during my time, we were able to get it to the, a board vote. The, the board voted on it. And then we come to find out that they have a bylaw issue that we had to work through. And that's going to be now on your on your time. So, again, that kind of goes on on what you talked about earlier was that literally went through three Cal Chiefs presidents to hopefully finalize, right? It's not done yet. So it's, it's all on you, Chris, no pressure. Don't screw it up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it went through three. Think about it. Like yeah. us getting on the board of Firescope literally took the work of three presidents terms, right? The, those terms to get through. So it's kind of interesting just as a, as a, as a side shot of that. But, um, you know, the, some of those things, uh, again, we, we were called to when Firus is coming through and chief fantasy needs uh, us to, to get on and, um, you know, and testify in, in a, in a meeting in Sacramento, or we need to uh, call in and, and talk on a budget meeting in Sacramento. It's all these little things that quite frankly, you wouldn't think that we would have a, uh, a voice in, but we end up having a voice in because Cal, Cal chiefs, the legislators want to hear from us. Right. And so uh, the things that I reached out to and were largely with, you know, emergency management with, with some EMS things with wildland, um, all those types of things that we end up going to Sacramento for and whether we're, um, you know, having a meeting there or whether we're talking, you know, because it's everything's changed, obviously, because of COVID. Um, it might change back now with you being in there. But thankfully, you're up in that area. I wasn't. I was coming from Southern California. So every time I had to go to Sacramento, I had to jump on an airplane. You jump in a car. So it's not that big of a deal for you. However, it'll be definitely um, no less time for you. So um, Wildland Mitigation Committee came up, you know, through the state fire marshal's office. Um, me and you were engaged in those initially. And as the president, you know, um, you know, I, I knew I wasn't certainly the best subject matter expert in that, but I, I didn't know what it was. We, we didn't know what it was. Where is this thing going to go? Right. So uh, me and you were in a first couple of the meetings and realized that uh, we, we needed to get some help in there. So we ended up getting, you know, some help. And I think you made some recommendations and you know, we put a uh, chief Winokur on there and some other folks. And so, those are the types of things that come up that are unexpected. You know, that committee came out of a, out of a, out of a bill that came out of Sacramento that essentially made that committee come together. So, and again, that's all still in its infancy stages. So it's really an advisory board back to the state fire marshal, which will eventually go back to, you know, the governor of recommendations of what we can do with wildfire mitigation, um, which is, as you know, is tied into the insurance industry and all sorts of stuff that as a fire chief, I, quite frankly, I, I would have never thought we would even have a touch point with, you know, but we do. And those are the types of things that uh, we get involved in. Um, some of the other things that we, I think, worked on was, you know, our our finances and stuff in Cal Chiefs. Obviously, the stuff that we are engaged in isn't cheap. I don't care if you're doing 
relationship building, whether you're doing legislation, whether you're doing litigation, whether you're doing uh, regulation, all of those things cost money uh, to get done. And the reality is, is that we will never be able to do the type of work that we could do or should be doing based upon our membership's dues. That's not going to happen. And things, as you know, aren't getting any cheaper. And so we need to take a, a strong look at our finances and say, hey, where are we spending money today? Where should we spend money in the future? And is there opportunities to, um, you know, generate some revenue uh, for, for Cal Chiefs? And so we reached out to the Western. They do a phenomenal job at the Western with, with JJ and, and all of them. Uh, they're just, they just do a fantastic job. Of, of doing that. So that was one of the things that we did reach out to them and uh, we've, we've started to work with them a little bit and, and uh, looking at some different ways to generate some revenue. Uh, one of those things I think during your time is certainly going to be, look, we, we, we possibly need to start charging for some classes that we're going to teach and look at some opportunities there to, uh, you know, to generate some revenue uh, for, for Cal chiefs to do all these other things that we want to do. Again, all of those things cost money. So I think that's some of the things that we definitely, um, you know, started to work on during during my time. Uh, and again, all of these things slowly happen, right? As the as the fire scope example I just gave, um, these things happen over a year's amount of time. They often don't happen in a month or a couple months. So uh, those are some of the things I'd like to see us continue uh, just because I think you know, Cal Chiefs have been around for 125 years, and we want to make sure that we're financially solvent to go another, you know, 125 and more. So uh, that's one of the biggest things I think we have to do is be good stewards of our membership money, but also look at opportunities to, uh, you know, expand that because we're not being asked to do any less today. You know, we're asked to do more and more all the time. And uh, that money that for me, my department sponsored me to be the Cal Chiefs president. And basically I had to put uh, a ton more money in my, in my travel budget <laughs> to, to do that. Right. And that's, I, I did my best to never have Cal Chiefs uh, membership pay for anything I did. Uh, I, I had that conversation with my city manager and he agreed to, to sponsor it. And that's quite frankly what we did, you know, this year and all the other presidents, you know, before me. So uh, I think being financially responsible, I think some of those things are really important to look at in the future as well. Well, as, as you know, and the, the e-board, um, we have our planning meeting coming up in October and we'll report out to the membership on that. That is certainly one of the work items because uh, the e-board, we've had quite a bit of discussion about developing fiscal resiliency and um, finding new ways to you know monetize some of the things we do. We, we also in that planning session, we're going to talk about something else and you sort of touched on it earlier and that's building relationships. And we talked about it earlier in this podcast about external relationships. Um, but in the planning meeting, we're talking about internal relationships. And I think, you know, certainly you and I have had some discussion. The e-boards had some discussion about, um, our, um, 
framework with our sections and how we're communicating, how we're collaborating, how we're providing guidance. And over 125 years, perhaps, um, you know, there's been um, uh, some some softening in some areas that that is worth going back and looking at. It's one of the things we want to do at this planning meeting is have this discussion with our section presidents. But maybe you could just touch on that for a second about the importance of that internal relationship piece too and you know your own experiences where you found uh, maybe there's some opportunity with our sections to do certainly a better job from the so-called mothership right yeah i think that you know you know for my for my time um there's definitely uh, a structural we have a much closer tie with some of our sections than other sections I would really like us to to focus, uh, you know, some some energy on looking at is there a way to make that better, um, not only for us at Cal Chiefs but for those sections and and building out um, a little bit more of an expectations of of from both sides of that. Right, um, we have a lot of great sections out there that do a lot of work, I think, and they have a lot of autonomy to do whatever they want. But I think some of the challenges with that is um, it ends up, um, you know, from a communications gap standpoint, it's definitely something that we can we can look at as far as having some better communications with our sections um, in both ways. Right. Not just them with us, but us with them and uh, looking at opportunities to tighten that up a little bit and see where we can help each other, you know. Um, I'll just give you a simple example. It's it's everyone has uh, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of a lot of our sections do a conference. You know, well, there's no alignment in those conferences. <laughs> it's no one's talking to each other as far as when these conferences are there and so on and so forth. So I think just by maybe even having a bit better of a communication uh, pathway, I think we'll improve some things. Um and uh, it'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have the opportunity to talk to those section presidents uh, this upcoming uh, few weeks up at uh, your place. And um, so looking forward to those conversations. Um, I think I think we definitely want uh, that to be tightened up on both sides of it. Um, and because I think there's a lot of important relationship stuff that we need to build on that and, um, you know, kind of go from there. So looking forward to the conversations again. Uh, I think when we all get in the room, we'll we'll come up with some really good solutions and um, looking forward to that conversation for sure. Yeah, I I am too. And I think, you know, one of the things I know that we're going to be talking about, um, and you certainly have experienced it, um, I'm sure President Stefano and Hanson and Rodriguez, everyone who has come before us has, and that is just the demands of being um, the president of Cal Chiefs and, you know, what our goals are as an association. Um, maybe you could jump in a little bit on that, talk about sort of your own experience and maybe some of the conversation that we've we've been having as an e-board about what the future might look like uh, relative to what we are trying to do in an association. Yeah, I think, you know, when again, when you have that first year being uh, president-elect, um for me, I was trying to figure out who's who in the zoo. The challenging thing really for Chief Stefano uh, was was that during his time, that was smack dab in the middle of COVID. So uh, Chief Stefano, um, you know, didn't get to go do some of the things that I got to go do just due to the fact that they weren't happening through COVID, right? Everything's locked down. 
most of our meetings were through teams and, and so on and so forth. So it was that trying to understand who's who and what the, you know, what's our relationship with them and, and, and all of those things. So that, that part was a little bit challenging. Um, I think we did the best we could with that, but again, those, those positions at MDAC and MSAC and all these different positions up and down the state, they change a lot. So not having someone that's um, consistent through that, um, I found to be challenging for myself because, again, I was just, you know, again, um, and, and Chief Stefano did a great job of, of introducing to me a to, to me to a ton of people. But there was a lot of other people that, quite frankly, changed in the middle. So we, we, we were just trying to figure out who was going to be, you know, the MDAC president, who's going to be the MSAC president, who's going to be in these different roles up and down the state, making, you know, you know, starting conversations with them, um, developing out, you know, that relationship. And then right about the time that you start to kind of get comfortable with that, you're done. And the next person's up and it's kind of a, it's kind of another, you know, go around the, the, the roller coaster there, you know, and, you so that's what I found challenging for myself was you start to really build these relationships up to where you're comfortable, they're comfortable with you. You start building some trust. Uh, you can make those phone calls that you know you couldn't do at the beginning of your 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 time as president, and then all of a sudden you're done, and the next you know person is going to come up and and have to do the same thing. So. That to me was a huge challenge uh, from a relationship standpoint. I think that's one of the things that we definitely need to, that Cal Chiefs, my recommendation would be to, and again, I don't have the answer, but I do know that that is a challenge. But again, I don't know the, the risk versus gain, whether we look at you know some different things, but I can tell you being the president for a year and being a full-time fire chief um, is a challenge. And that's not easy for anyone. Um, I don't think if you're trying to do a good job at both um, was very, very difficult. I had a phenomenal fire department. My, my, my team at Ontario fire, my team at the city of Ontario, uh, they allowed me to go do that because there was a lot of things that I simply missed at my home department that I had to have deputy chiefs or, you know, my executive staff uh, take um, and, and roll with it. And um, I missed a lot of things at the city level that I should have been at. And so the, I guess the thing is, is it's very difficult to balance that out, to be a really good fire chief and be a really good Cal Chiefs president, uh, to do the things you need to do to build those relationships, build those ties that you need to. And then literally a year later, you're done. And so I think that's the that was kind of the biggest challenge for me, I think. Um, and and I, I like, you know, us at some point to have that conversation to see if that model um, is is still um, there and it may be, maybe that's the best model, but that's kind of the biggest challenge I found was that, um, you kind of get comfortable in the place that I think that you should be from, uh, from that standpoint. And then next thing you know, you're, you know, you're, <laughs> and again, being a full-time fire chief, I, I don't know if I would want to do another year, quite frankly, you know, I think that would be detrimental to, to my department if I did. So there's definitely a balance there. There's, there's definitely a good conversation to be had there. Um, not sure what the answer is, though. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to our our planning meeting this year. Um, one, and obviously we've moved it back. It gives us some time to prepare 
you know, for those issues that we want to address legislatively. But because we're also spending time at this planning session talking about some of these very issues, whether it's, you know, fiscal resiliency and sustainability, you know, how does the future look for the sort of the structure of Cal Chiefs and the role of the the president, all of those things, which I think are very, very important um, if, if we want to continue to be, you know, effective um, or even increase our effectiveness. Uh, so I think I think that planning meeting is going to be, you know, um, very important. And I certainly don't expect we're going to come out of there after a couple of days and have, you know, all the answers. We're not going to solve world peace. But if we can identify, you know, these core areas that we want to work on and begin to focus on, begin to set a plan in place for them and and, and make progress. And, you know, again, like you, you know, I, I hope to advance the ball down the yard, uh, uh, down the, the field a bit and as far as I can. And then, you know, when Chief Hine takes over next year, um, he'll be able to pick it up and move it down further. And that's how we get the ball into the end zone. So I think that's great. Well, you've, um, you know, obviously now as you stepped into the past president's position, which, you know, just so people are aware, that doesn't, doesn't mean you go silent. Um, you are by nature, um, an active and engaged person. And you're certainly going to be doing as you have, uh, uh, continuing to be engaged in things like the, the MSA strategic plan. But uh, you've also taken on this responsibility now as our representative to the Western Fire Chiefs. And, you know, I suppose probably a lot of folks out there, when they think of the Western Chiefs, you know, the thing that comes to their mind is the the daily dispatch or por- perhaps source well, the fire GPO. But um, now that you've sort of just, you know, you've stepped into that position and you're getting um, your feet wet, maybe you talk a little bit about both your role and the importance of our relationship with the Western. Yeah, so, um, you know, the, the Western, I had, I had the opportunity as the president to, uh, you know, work with the Western a, a little bit more. Um, I got my first uh, kind of taste of it at the president's forum, uh, out in Arizona and just got to meet a lot of, uh, you know, really good people from the Western. Um, I, I did talk to Chief Johnson as, uh, from the Western and see if there's an opportunity for us to, uh, do, do some things that the Western is doing, um, that are innovative. And if, if people, people know the Western, they're really, uh, they want to do three main things. They want to number one, serve their membership, uh, the best they can. Uh, number two, they want to be uh, really the the tech um, gurus of the fire service, if you will, and they also want to be very engaged in the wildland firefront. And um, so those are the three kind of major things that they do. Um, going back to the membership piece is, you know, um, JJ is a very good businessman as well, as as you know. And I, I think you you talked about it today on on one of our meetings that one of the things that JJ said was being um, uh, tax. What was the, what he had said, uh, being, help me out with that one. The, yeah, it was ta- tax status as an IRS classification, not a financial plan. No, being, no, being, uh, what was it? Being a nonprofit, nonprofit is a tax, yeah, non-profit status. Is a tax status, not a business, uh, uh, you know, uh, model. But the reality is, is that again, I think working with the Western is, uh, been great for us. Um, we hope to continue uh, that relationship. One of the things that JJ kind of touched on with with us, um, which we want to continue with, is really that notion of the California Fire Service is is obviously huge in the wildfire front. 
Uh, we're leaders in that uh, with what we do. But also, if you look at it from a technology standpoint, um, th- those are some areas that I think that we can really touch on. And uh, Chief Muncie did a great job with that, with the Tech Summit. And I, I just think there's some untapped um, opportunities there that I, I think we're really interested in working with the Western on and, and seeing where we go with technology, with wildfires. So I think they're just great partners and I look forward to continue working with them and and uh, developing some uh, really cool uh, innovative things for our, our membership as well. Yeah, I think one of the things that I was struck by um, when we went up to the conference this year, the President's Forum, was when uh, JJ had mentioned to us, you know, his appreciation of our attendance and participation. Um, and yeah, I guess the, the, the thought that sort of crossed through my mind was a recognition of out of those states. Clearly, California is the most, is the largest and, and the responsibility that goes with that, right? Is so the Western is here to serve us. And what is our responsibility? And just, you know, hearing his uh, uh, gratitude for our participation and attending and, and being active, uh, what that means to the Western. Um, I, I thought that was a really important um, uh, thing that he shared. And I certainly, it certainly had an impact on me, just that recognition of, you know, we have a responsibility uh, with this organization as well. And it goes back to this whole uh, conversation about relationships and collaboration. Yeah, I think one of the things, too, is that, um, again, being from California, going and talking to the 11 Western states, um, you know, uh, you know, oddly enough, people that aren't from California don't think that people from California are the greatest thing in the world. And <laughs> I don't know if this is news to you. However, um, you know, I think just working with the Western, we want to just, you know, continue uh, to be helpful. Uh, we we do a lot of things differently in this state, uh, some good, some bad. And the reality is, is that when you're working with that type of a group, you're working with a lot of other chiefs from uh, a lot of other areas within the Western United States and just making sure that we're being humble about it and um, and being helpful. And again, just building out some of those relationships that we we can. Um, there's just I, I had a, a just a great opportunity to meet with a lot of the different leadership of all these different states. And um, just, you know, I, I think there's a, a piece about it from coming from California sometimes that uh, may turn off some people. But I think that, um, you know, we we uh, we definitely represented our state very well. All of us did. And, and Chief Fennessy was up there as well. And, um, you know, like I said, just reaching out, being helpful where we can and being humble. And um, and I think that's a, a great strategy moving forward. And there's a lot of things that we can do for the Western, but in turn, there's a lot of things that the Western can do for us as well. So, agreed. So, as we sort of close out today, do you have any you know final thoughts or uh, uh, any comments that you want to share with everyone about your time in Cal Chiefs or or anything that you see in the future? Yeah, you know, I, again, I think our future is pretty bright. Um, and again, that's that's the foundation that was laid by a lot of people uh, in front of me. Um, I try to do my best to uh, continue with moving the ball forward a little bit um, this year. Um, hopefully we, we did that as a team. I, I, I think we did. Um, and now it's your turn to kind of continue that. And I know you're going to do a great job because the team you have is is fantastic. And I, I look forward to uh, continuing to being on the board for the next year and uh, working working with this team, supporting you and your role. Um, 
obviously, you know, being the being the immediate past president, uh, there's a role for me to play with you. Um, hopefully, I'll I'll be a good sounding board for you. Uh, be a good sounding board for um, you know our our whole uh, executive board, and uh, just really look forward. I think you have some really good ideas. Um, I think you have a great uh, vision of where we want to go. And um, I'm really looking forward to to your in there and uh, in and supporting you and and just continuing to to support Calchief so the the best I can. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with a lot of the EMS stuff up and down the state. Um, I think there's some some interesting things happening right now <laughs> in the state of California. So I'm just I'm really looking forward to seeing how that goes. And again, just looking forward to uh, supporting you in any way I can and appreciate the opportunity to be the president and uh it was a lot of fun it was uh it was an experience that uh i will i will cherish um it was a lot of hard work but i think just like anything else um when you do something hard in life those those turn out to be the most valuable and uh this is no different it was it was hard on me it was hard on my family but looking back it was uh it's a once in a lifetime opportunity as a fire chief in california and I was humbled to have that opportunity. And, um, you know, again, just to, just to repay that, just to continue to, you know, support you and, and our team at Cal Chiefs. And that's going to be good stuff. Got a lot of good days ahead, that's for sure. Maybe not for you so much, but for everyone else. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, as you and I have talked about, you know, we've benefited from those who've come before us. And, you know, I mean, I'm really grateful for, you know, the leadership and counsel of, of all of our past presidents that we've had in here, you know, Chief Stefano, Chief Rodriguez, Chief Meston, Chief Hansen, and so on. And, and, um, I think though that the relationship between the past president, the president and the president elect is one that's very unique, as you know, um, because we're all sort of going through this process at the same time, slightly different roles, but, but that group of three, you know, we communicate really regularly. And, and, um, I just have to say again, you know, both to you and, and to, um, Chief Stefano, um, just my gratitude for all the support that you've given me, you know, as I step into this, uh, position. And, you know, I certainly am going to model that for, uh, Chief Hine, uh, who's, uh, behind, uh, behind me and, uh, look forward to what this year, um, has to offer. I will say sort of as I close out that, um, back to your story about stepping off the stage last year and you were hit by, um, Ray Ramirez and Andrew Scout. And when I stepped off the stage, that's the first thing I looked for was those two. And if I didn't see them, which I didn't, I thought, okay, so far, so good, but it's early. So, um, you know, we're already off and running this year and uh, a lot of, a lot of good work, uh, still to be done. I appreciate you taking time out of your day today. I know you got a lot, um, on your plate as you always do, but I think it's great to be able to share some of this, you know, sort of insight and, you know, behind the curtain kind of, conversation with our membership to let them know um, the different things that are being worked on. I think the experiences that, you know, go on with the president and the e-board, but again, ultimately, you know, about the dedication of the people who step into the California Fire Chiefs Association and the different sections who really are here for the California Fire Service and really trying to advance these things that are so important to our agencies and the communities we serve. So, Ray, I really appreciate your time and uh, look forward to the next podcast we'll do. Yeah, for sure. I uh, appreciate the time. And uh, like I said, it was a lot of fun um, and uh, look forward to continuing to work with the e-board and 
and uh, and you, and you're going to do a phenomenal job this year. So uh, looking forward to seeing you in that role and me supporting you in that role. <laughs> <laughs> More so the you supporting me piece. You'll <laughs> <laughs> no, do awesome, man. I look, yeah. really look forward to it. You guys are going to do great. All right. Well, Ray, thanks very much, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Talk to you later.